couple items. Some housekeeping items. One, minor irritations happen on any given day. So, the minor irritation happening on Friday was happening on Good Friday when you were supposed to, well, depending on when you celebrate your dinner, either be with fam or, you know, be celebrating the rebirth and so on and so forth. And there's all these, you know, metaphysical and spiritual and meaningful attributes to Easter, all right? Now, I start off Friday. Friday started off pretty well, actually, but towards the end, it became um, Irritation City. Then I accept it. Then I forget about it. Then I wake up in the morning today. It's now 520, 5.34, and the situation is still the same. But it's nowhere near as irritating. And I'm sitting here realizing I can attempt to control the situation that I won't get into. Y'all can listen back to get the details. I can attempt to control the situation that fucked up on Friday by YouTubing and getting my electrical game on. And to some extent I did, which is why I'm able to record right now and able to have the lights on right now. But the other half of the house does not and it shall remain so until um, Monday or Tuesday. Actually, my girl told me, I'm like, yo, the breaker. I opened up the breaker, and she's like, oh, is it those clear things? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, you got to do a, like, do a bit of research before you go buy them. But, you know, they're there, and they can, they're easy. All you got to do is just switch them out. I'm like, all right, I might do that. I mean, what else do I got to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thing is, I want to do it in one trip. I want to do my Walmart trip in one trip. I don't want to do it in my two trips and be outside too much. Look. I might have doubled the fuck down and tripled down or quadrupled down in this recording. To audio journal my thoughts more. There's no inherent value to what I'm doing. I'm not offering you the key. I'm not offering you the secret or, you know, the special sauce or any of that. It's literally just thoughts of a man as he gets a year older, a year older, a year older. And different experiences happen. And he processes those experiences. I still find it funny that a month ago I was heralding the... The use of carrying a blade around. And then a month later, B&Es and robberies are like starting to see an uptick. 
You know what I mean? Like, hmm. And I've chosen a better time for that. You see, sometimes your worst case scenario thinking is not worst case scenario thinking. It's realism. You have to have a knife. And I was I was ready to go until too bad the, these other stores were closed. I was ready to go get the hunting knife. Like I was ready to go get any kind of knife. There's other things I can get. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can only say so much. I only say so much. Let's put it like this. If I want to stand in my kitchen and watch somebody try and get in the window, I can send them back. In seconds. Put it like that. If I wanted to, I'd have to go on a hunt. I'd have to go on a bit of a hunt of, of individuals who I know. But that can happen too. I can either get up close and personal or I can stand back, get less personal, but have far more dangerous impact and far more. I don't want that mess on my windowsill. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so let's go. Let's change the subject. Let's change the subject. Let's look. Right now I haven't watched the news. I haven't watched any of the shit going on in the world. Last I heard. Wuhan is not on lockdown anymore. That doesn't mean it has nothing to do with us yet. Um, we are still in a semi-state of lockdown. States. Oh, it's people upstairs. Okay, so states. <laughs> you know when you're in an apartment and you know every single noise and you know who's home and who's not home and who just came home based on when, how far up the stairs they walk. Yeah, a person upstairs. They're getting ready to pray. Anyway, Wuhan's not on uh, lockdown no more. But I wouldn't use them as an example because they're far ahead of us, scientifically. <laughs> um, various states are on lockdown. Various cities are on lockdown. In Canada, it appeared as if the provinces were acting under their own accord. Meanwhile, in the States, they were really like, <laughs> they were really acting on their own. They're acting however the fuck they want to act. Alright? I'm only handling, and this might be a good day for it, some, some quasi-administrative things. I always say quasi-administrative because I hate saying administrative. I hate paperwork. I hate signing things. But luckily, I can do it from the, from the tablet. So I can use sign now. This isn't a plug. I can use sign now. Sign shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, can, I can use... I can use... um. One second. Okay, it's the eleventh. I can I don't know what day it is, man. I can use the um I can use sign now and sign the the documents and email them back. The fact that up until recently there were certain things I had to physically hand in. It's pathetic. 
<laughs> but anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the risk of seeing Mom Dukes. I don't want to compromise any of the people around her or her. I should ask like when her last physical was and sh- what they said. I know what they said. <laughs> so her shit was more I'm not putting her business out there and I've talked about it, dementia that's nothing to do with respiratory illnesses if anything I have the respiratory illnesses, I smoke she should be she should be <laughs> what I'm concerned about is the reverse <laughs> she should be staying away from me because she doesn't want to fucking collapse my lungs, no um look sometimes you gotta take risks and I don't wanna be leaving people out to dry after this I mean I was looking at my drink here after this drink and after recording um gonna hit her up and see yo are you good about to come over there I even I even got paranoid this is how paranoid I got but it's realism I'm like yo that security guard downstairs do you pay her cause just because y'all are the same skin color doesn't mean that she pledges allegiance to you he's like what do you mean <laughs> I'm like yo all you gotta do is pay her the right amount of money and she disappears when she should be there and other people come in who should not be allowed to come in. So, how cool are you with her? Her response, did you take your meds? I'm like, wow. I'm like, never mind. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> you know? This is a time we gotta be more. We gotta be more. We gotta be more um, vigilant with, like, who's around, who are the familiar faces. We don't, it's funny how little we know about the vast majority of people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis. I'm going to make this a part two. Or sorry, I'll make the next part a part two, all right? Peace. So, we have very little knowledge of the people that we know and interact with. We don't know them. We don't know them. So we have little knowledge of the people we interact with day to day on a regular basis. A lot of it is small talk. You can see this. I've been seeing the same people for years and I don't know who they are. I know nothing about them. (laughs) And I almost want to ask them, so how are you doing? I even asked a couple people like, yo, you all right? You good? And like the response was like, yeah, I'm good. Like the response was like, why are you asking me this? Um, That could be me interpreting their their response that way. Like, I don't know how they interact in general. So their response might've been taken like the way, you know, why, why are you asking me this? When I asked them this, that was a response and I've known them for years 
were known of them for years. We've occupied the same spaces for years. You know, we've been in the same rooms, dating back years. So, when I asked the question, I'm like, yo, it's, it's a serious concern. And the property manager, the dude who's supposed to deal with these lights out shit. He's like, yeah, I have a health issue that, you know, I won't get into the story. Actually, I did. And it was going to pay me to show an apartment. Anyway, he's like, I have a health issue. I'm like, shit. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. A, how much, how much are you intending to pay? And B, yo, like, hope you're good because I didn't say coronavirus or COVID-19. Like, with, well, actually, no, I did. I said with COVID-19, I'm concerned about, like, people's underlying health and all this shit. And with his response, he, he didn't acknowledge it, but he didn't dismiss it either. And I'm kind of like, I've no, like, whether or not we're friends, whether or not I know you, four years I've interacted with you it's kind of hard to like to not ask that question <laughs> you know what I mean like just pretend like nothing happened nothing has happened in the world you know absolutely nothing there's no COVID-19 you know coronavirus never happened Everything's fine. There's no lineups of stores. The stores weren't getting cleared out. People aren't robbing each other. Nothing. Everything's fine. Fuck. I'm saying this before I go for a walk. And you best believe that if I go for a walk and you approach me. Not cross the street. I don't usually cross the street. I just walk into the street or walk onto the grass. If you start coming near me, you're getting sliced at the end. So I'm going to go for this walk. And it's going to be as safe of a walk as possible. All right. The, the alternative is if I go on this walk, are people going to be thinking, I should just take the major streets. People are gonna be thinking, hey, this guy's gonna he's gonna do a B and E and do some stupid shit like that. You know. Because anybody could be anybody, you never know. Like I said, we don't know who we walk past. You know what I mean? A million people could vouch for me, <laughs> but none of those people are here right now. So spread across the world, they're in Ottawa, they're in Toronto, they're in Montreal, they're in the UK, they're in Vancouver, they're in Oregon, they're in fucking Texas, they're in uh, all up and down the East Coast, they're in the US, they're in Maritimes, they're in, they're in Ghana, they're in India, they're, you know, all these people can vouch for me, <laughs> but they're not here. Cops come, all they're saying is, why, why are you walking around at this time of the night or the morning? I should wait till 6. Is the sun out? Oh, yeah. The blue's coming. The blue's coming, that means I have every right to walk, to walk outside. <laughs> it's, when, it's when the black is out, that it's like the land of the lost. Oh, man, I'm joking.
funny how our reality turns around quick, quick things. Look, everybody remains safe. Everybody who had a home-based business. You life coaches are, are ever more important now than I butchered that already. <laughs> life coaches are more important now than you've ever been because we're in a crisis. Same with therapy, same with counseling, same with, to some extent social social works are in a different type of field. But they're all extremely important now because all that shit, all all those things, all those you know, psychotherapists, all those, you know practicing techniques and group therapy sessions and talking and listening and being quiet in a room and, you know, telling your thoughts and telling your thoughts and then, and then building off of a thought and then, you know, keep building off of a thought till you get to, to the most next level thought, which could be the goal and then working backwards to the moment of trauma and all these different things that people do. All of that was to prepare you for, for this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis shit right now, right? That's why, and that's maybe that's why I don't feel any particular fear other than carrying around a blade. <laughs> um, <laughs> because... That's why I don't feel fear. Right, because I've had to deal with this shit for 12 years and it's been after 2008, which we didn't in Canada see the ramifications so We heard a whole lot about for our neighbors down north. Um, yo, after that, it was just up, 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 up. I don't know how economics really works. <laughs> this indigenous person I knew, this indigenous girl I knew, she was like, economics is the most weirdest white man shit that I've ever had to study. And I'm like, just burst out laughing. I'm like, I can only imagine what you learned. <laughs> I can only imagine what you learned. Oh, man, economics. Anyway, so, so economics... I don't understand economics. <laughs> okay. I don't get economics, but what I do understand is that, and I keep saying this, December was when, like if you're if you're an internet consumer, an internet reader, you read articles, you read medium, you read all these things, and you, you read about the doctor probably in December. And I could be confusing the dates. Either the article about him was 
published in January, they were saying, hey, back in December, this guy died, or in December, they published an article about him. But either way, you didn't really know all the, you knew that China is a massive exporter of things. You also know that um, our world is very interconnected. You know that China East Asia, Southeast Asia, Singapore, you know, certain ports in Europe, all of these places are interconnected, these places are interconnected and shipped back and forth. So you knew that, you knew that there was a window. I knew it too, because I ship a lot of things back and forth. There's a window. shipped to I shipped a bunch of shit actually a bunch of baby shit a lot of it came through surprisingly and then Amazon said we're shutting down I don't know if they are or they're not but then other shipments a couple came through in a staggered fashion it didn't make sense how they staggered but it staggered and then one has not come through <laughs> But I contacted the supplier and they're like, yeah, we'll reship it if... I'm like, I'll wait till the end of the month and then I'll hit you back up. If not, you know, like, okay, we'll, we'll reship it. Everything else, even the petty shit, like my, my new jump ropes, they came. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, man. I almost feel like I need a part three of this. Well, by the time I get back, I might be in a totally different wave. So, anyway... Y'all remain safe. Do not leave the house without protection. Women, bear spray and whatever the other shoe was that that homegirl said here. Um, pepper spray. There you go. <laughs> pepper spray, bear spray. Should we just be giving out bear spray to all women? <laughs> like and and box cutters to all men and other things to all out to, to, to all men as well. gotta get in contact with some people. <laughs> anyway, you know, I'm going on my walk, so I'll talk to you later.
actually just time the walk with Walmart so that it's all done in one fell swoop. There's not too much leaving in the house. Pregnant girlfriend and mother are 
priorities right now. But she's telling me, like, yeah, you don't come here. And it makes sense. It makes sense. But I might have to override that advice because, hey, sometimes your parents, <laughs> they get old, they don't know what they thought they knew. This isn't a generational thing. This is just their time has come. You know, time to move over. The world they knew in 1970 and 80 and 90 is done. It's a new world. And you have the tools necessary to get in and get out.
saw that South Korea, well, I just read that South Korea had a second wave of, of uh, the virus. People who, were pre- who previously had the virus and were in the clear now have the virus again. So until a vaccine is created, then you're going to expect to see virus, lack of virus, virus, lack of virus, until a vaccine can be mass-produced. I found some malaria tablets. Um, I was just doing some cleaning. And I'm like, I guess this is chloroquine. It was was Cortem. I'm like, I'm not trying to shit. Tossed it. Probably should have kept it. But Cortem. I wonder if Cortem is one of them medicines that they're looking at. I will find out. I'll find out if my throwing it out was stupid. You know, I was talking about how grandmoms used to, in World War II, (laughs) now there's no caffeine in this drink, but they would make toast, burn the toast, eat the toast, and then scrape off the, well, they'd scrape, first they scrape off the black, (laughs) the burnt part, and make coffee, and then eat the rest of the toast, and you're kind of like, what the fuck, not coffee. What are, you, what are you drinking? But it was a way to pretend to eat coffee. And you say to yourself, okay, people can pretend. We have so much more in the world and we're so more interconnected and there's so much more groceries and stuff. People can pretend more I can make a million rice and beans dishes. A million. You know? I'm glad I went and got that. It was like two pound. What was it? Give me one second. Almost 18 pounds of jasmine rice. Then similarly, probably 12 pounds of black eyed beans. So, you know, we got the rice and beans recipes down pat saving all that rice and beans for when things get hard, hard, hard. You know what I mean? When things get rough, rough, rough. We ain't, we ain't just casually eating rice and beans for fun. That's survival food. You know what I mean? And you don't know where it's gonna go. Nobody can predict. You can only read a certain amount of news. Like, I'm looking at the news app on my phone. Let's see what they say here. <laughs> the so- social media awash with bragging about pandemic productivity. Okay, I'm going to read this article and then come back with comments. One second. All right, there's going to be, this is going to be four parts. And this will be the final part, the fourth part. Because this, this is an interesting article. And I think we can all relate to this. We all live in this world. We all use these platforms. This article was very, very, very um, insightful, but also obvious as to the various findings by researchers. All right. All right. Talk to y'all in part four. So this article was published by the Global Mail. All right. All right. <clears throat> 
and it's entitled Social Media Awash with Bragging About Pandemic Productivity. And to summarize the article, they're basically saying that people who generally post and brag on social media usually Keep in mind, my phone's already cracked, so let's see how it looks now. That's oh, fine. Okay, so people who usually post and brag on social media as it is, because they're now forced to be home, they've taken to posting about things like baking, uh, homeschooling, workouts, anything home-related, all right? Which makes sense even if people weren't braggadocious. What was that line about braggadocious? Oh, it was the West Side Gun line. Anyway, so people who are braggadocious, <laughs> braggadocious they, um, they're now just posting other things that they do at home in order to give the impression that they're being productive regardless of the fucking epidemic or sorry, pandemic. And in, a t- in an attempt to, to somewhat show off, I don't know how do you show, I don't know how you show off homeschooling, but that's what the article is saying. All right. And they're saying that, so there's two sides. One is you're bragging that I'm more productive than you, even in a pandemic at home, locked in my house. The other side is let's create community because the hashtag game, even though it's weakened on Instagram, is still strong. So some researchers scrolled through some hashtags and came across a bunch of posts and you could very easily discern between the posts. Let me see if that's what he actually said. I know I can. When I scroll through certain hashtags, I can see who's bragging and who's not. But um, let's see, hashtag, 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 hashtag. I won't be able to find it now. And the article's not long. <laughs> and I can't find it. But he's saying that in the lack of structure, you know, those who are deemed as high performers, all the shit that I just said they're doing, they're going to accelerate doing that. Live streaming shit, you know, not just live streaming for fun, like, you know, live streaming and talking with your friend, or live streaming and talking with, shooting the shit, or live streaming and playing music if IG allows it, because they usually ding everything, because they're fucking idiots. Um, (laughs) You know, they live stream things, I can't draw this for anymore. I can't even. I, I would. I would go to. The, I would have been at the Apple Store by now. But, but fucking, just closed. Anyway, so come on, June thirtieth. Open up. Open the shit up. Come on, Ford. Change it. Change the opening date till fucking next week. Anyway, saying that some people are just bragging. And some people um, are looking down on those who don't post all of the various the various items 
certain items, various things that they could be doing because they're probably just watching TV. And I made I made a post that there's it's about getting your mind right. It wasn't on here, it was on TikTok. But it was about getting your mind right in whatever format that is. If you gotta sleep extra because you've been overworking yourself then that's getting your mind right. So if you're sleeping 10 hours a day versus your usual six or five, then so be it. If you're loving the fact you're not pushing paper at work, then great. If you're loving the fact that you get this time off and you get a bit of financial relief, great. If you are happy that you get to exercise more from home, great. If you're happy that you're now exploring parts of your neighborhood you never usually explore because you're walking, great. If you want to live stream your baking, great. I baked something last night and deemed it was worth <laughs> live streaming. <laughs> so there was no ingredients, that's for sure. Sorry, there's ingredients, but there was no recipe. I don't bake with recipes. I just throw flour and eggs and everything else into a blender, blend it up, and then fucking put it in the oven. If there's eggs and flour and maybe baking soda, it usually turns out good. So, you know, if you do that, great. If you're homeschooling your kids, great. But the article kind of argues, like, what's the line between braggadocious and... What was the other thing? Community, right? Creating community. So people creating community surrounding these topics. These topics like, you know, homeschooling, how to keep your kids occupied, you and your spouse are constantly together. Because like I've said before, hey, relationships easy to to maintain when they're not in the same room for fucking 22 hours a day, right? Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're gone for eight hours, nine hours, and, and you wake up, you leave, that's another like hour or two. You get home, dinner, take care of the kids, you're probably more interacting with the kids. And then you go to bed, you might talk in bed, you might smash. It's not a lot of the time dealing with your partner. Right? But now you're forced to deal with your partner for real. going with that I want to talk about smashing but anyway the point is trying to get communities surrounding these topics versus braggadocious and so let's see a quote let's see a quote if I can find a quote aha uh-huh. Toronto blogger Carrie Clear has observed a wide swath of behavior across her social media feeds in the past few weeks quote People who have the more braggy posts have always been posting like that, Miss Claire said. They're just doing the same thing under pandemic circumstances. Lately, the blogger is finding people putting all their panic on Facebook and Twitter. But on Instagram, she said, everyone's baking bread and photographing crocuses, whatever the fuck that is. It's not just me showing off my bread, Miss Claire said. It's knowing that you're not alone in your house that other people are doing the same thing. Fucking cracks on the phone. Here we go. As self-isolation, this is before that, uh, that the 
This is before what I began reading. As self-isolation orders push people out of the world and into their homes, many have had to reframe their lives, including the narratives they present online. Amid drastic upheaval, many of the ways we, we used to measure achievement have disappeared overnight. Gone are the work promotions, report cards, and killer marathon finish times. With everyone herded into their homes, bragging rights on social media are changing, becoming notably domestic. While many will in insist their stay-at-home bake-offs and workouts are a bid for connection in, in uncertain times, as always with social media, these carefully edited posts can leave other people feeling in inadequate, especially those who are floundering as this crisis unspools around them. This just gives me a whole idea for my next post. So, this article is on the Globe and Mail. It's in your news app. It was written by Zosia B Bielski. That's Z-O-S-I-A B-I-E-L-S-K-I Published April 10th 2020, of course. So, check that out. And check out some of the other... The news app is pretty cool. I didn't. I was kind of was like, I don't need this all this news. But then... It's actually pretty cool. Anyway, um, talk to y'all later. Peace.